Part One of Book Seven of Laws by Plato, translated by Benjamin Joet. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Geoffrey Edwards. Part One of Book Seven. Athenian Stranger. And now, assuming the children of both sexes have been born, their nurture and education will properly follow next in order. This cannot be left altogether unnoticed, and yet may be thought to be rather a subject for precept and admonition than for law. In private life there are many little things not always apparent, arising out of the pleasures and desires and pains of individuals, which are contrary to the intention of the legislator. These minutiae alter and discompose the characters of the citizens, and cause great evil in states, for they are so small and of such frequent occurrence that there would be an unseemliness and want of propriety in making them penal by law, and, if made penal, they are the destruction of the written law, because mankind get the habit of frequently transgressing in small matters. The result is that you cannot legislate about them, and, still less, can you say nothing. I speak somewhat darkly, but I shall endeavour also to bring my wares into the light of day, for I acknowledge that at present there is a want of clearness in what I am saying. Cleinias. Very true. Athenian Stranger. Am I not right in maintaining that a good education is that which tends most to the improvement of mind and body? Cleinias, undoubtedly, Athenian stranger, and nothing can be plainer than that the fairest bodies ought to grow up from infancy in the best and straightest manner? Cleinias, very true, Athenian stranger, and do we not further observe that the first shoot of every living thing is by far the greatest and fullest? Many will even contend that a man at twenty-five does not grow to twice the height which he attained at five. Cleinias. True. Athenian stranger. Well, and is not rapid growth, without proper and abundant exercise, the source of endless evils in the body? Cleinias. Yes. Athenian stranger. And the body should have the most exercise when growing most? Cleinias. But, stranger, are we to impose this great amount of exercise upon newly-born infants? Athenian stranger. Nay, rather on the bodies of infants still unborn. Cleinias. What do you mean, my good sir, in the process of gestation? Athenian stranger. Exactly. I am not at all surprised that you have never heard of this very peculiar sort of gymnastic applied to such little creatures, which, although strange, I will endeavour to explain to you. Cleinias, by all means. Athenian stranger, the practice is more easy for us to understand than for you, by reason of certain amusements which are carried to excess at Athens. Not only boys, but not unfrequently older persons, are in the habit of keeping quails and cocks, which they train to fight one another, and 
they are far from thinking that the contests in which they stir them up to fight with one another are sufficient exercise for in addition to this they carry them about each having a big bird tucked in under his arms and the smaller in his hands and go for a walk of a great many miles for the sake of health that is to say not their own health but the health of the birds and this proves to any one who is capable of understanding that all bodies are benefited by shakings and movements when they are moved without weariness whether the motion proceeds from themselves or from a swing or at sea or on horseback or is caused by other bodies in whatever way moving and thus gaining the mastery over food and drink and being able to impart beauty and health and strength admitting all this what follows shall we make a ridiculous law that the pregnant woman shall walk about and fashion the infant as a thing of wax which is still flexible and when born is for two years to be put into swathing clothes suppose that we compel nurses under penalty of a legal fine to be always carrying the children somewhere or other either into the country or to the temples or to their relations houses until they are well able to stand and even then they should be careful that their limbs are not distorted by leaning on them when they are too young they should continue to carry them until the infant has completed its third year moreover the nurses should be strong and there should be more than one of them shall these be our rules and shall we impose a penalty for the neglect of them no no penalty more than enough will fall upon our own heads cleinias what is that athenian stranger ridicule and the difficulty of getting the feminine servant-like dispositions of the nurses to comply cleinias then why was there any need to speak of the matter at all athenian stranger the reason is that masters and freemen in states when they hear of it are very likely to arrive at a true conviction that without due regulation of private life in cities stability in the laying down of laws is hardly to be expected and he who makes this reflection may himself adopt the laws just now mentioned and adopting them may order his house and state well and be happy cleinias that is very likely athenian stranger and therefore let us not desist from legislation of this kind until we have determined the exercises which are suited to the souls of young children in the same manner as we have begun to go through the rules which relate to their bodies cleinias by all means athenian stranger let us assume then as a first principle in relation both to the body and soul of very young creatures that nursing and moving about by day and night is good for them all and that the younger they are the more they will need this infants should live if that were possible as if they were always rocking at sea this is a lesson of experience which we may learn from the practice of nurses and from the use of the remedy of motion in the rites of the corybantes
for when mothers want their restless children to go to sleep they do not employ rest but on the contrary motion rocking them in their arms nor do they give them silence but they sing to them and lap them in sweet strains and the bacchic women are cured of their frenzy in the same manner by the use of the dance and of music cleinias well stranger and what is the reason of this athenian stranger the reason is obvious cleinias what athenian stranger the affection both of the corybantes and of the children is an emotion of fear and fear springs out of an evil habit of the soul and when someone applies external agitation to affections of this sort the motion coming from without gets the better of the terrible and violent internal one and produces a peace and calm in the soul and quiets the restless palpitation of the heart which is a thing much to be desired sending some to sleep and making others who are awake to dance to the pipe with the help of the gods to whom they offer acceptable sacrifices and producing in them a sound mind which takes the place of their former agitations and in this as i would shortly say there is a considerable degree of sense cleinias certainly athenian stranger but if fear has such a power we ought to consider further that every soul which from youth upward has been subject to fear will be rendered more timorous by being accustomed to fear and every one will admit that this is the way to form a habit of cowardice rather than of courage cleinias certainly athenian stranger and on the other hand the habit of overcoming from our youth upwards the fears and terrors which beset us may be said to be an exercise of courage cleinias true athenian stranger and we may say that the use of exercise and motion in the earliest years of life has a great tendency to create a part of virtue in the soul cleinias quite true athenian stranger further a cheerful temper or the reverse may be regarded as having much to do with high spirit on the one hand or with cowardice on the other cleinias to be sure athenian stranger then now we must endeavour to show how and to what extent we may if we please implant either character in the young cleinias certainly athenian stranger there is a common opinion that luxury makes the disposition of youth morose and irascible and vehemently excited by trifles that on the other hand excessive and savage servitude makes men mean and abject and haters of their kind and therefore makes them undesirable associates cleinias but how can the state educate those who do not as yet understand the language of the country and are therefore incapable of appreciating any sort of instruction athenian stranger this will be the way 
every animal when born is wont to utter some cry and this is especially the case with man and he moreover is affected with the inclination to cry more than any other animal cleinias quite true athenian stranger do not nurses when they want to know what an infant desires judge by these signs when anything is brought to the infant and he is silent then he is supposed to be pleased but when he weeps and cries out then he is not pleased for tears and cries are the inauspicious signs by which children show what they love and hate now the time which is thus spent is no less than three years and is a very considerable portion of life to be passed ill or well cleinias true athenian stranger does not the morose and ill-natured man appear to you to be full of lamentations and sorrows more than a good man ought to be cleinias certainly that is my opinion athenian stranger well but if during these three years every possible care were taken that our nursling should have as little of sorrow and fear and in general of pain as was possible might we not expect at this age to make his soul more gentle and cheerful cleinias that is evident stranger and especially if one could procure him a variety of pleasures athenian stranger there i cannot agree with you sweet cleinias for that would utterly ruin him coming at the beginning of his education let us see whether i am right cleinias proceed athenian stranger the point about which you and i differ is of great importance and i hope that you megalos will help to decide between us for i maintain that the true life should neither seek for pleasures nor on the other hand entirely avoid pains but should embrace the middle state which i just spoke of as gentle or propitious and is a state which we by some divine presage and inspiration rightly ascribe to god now i say he among us who would be divine ought to pursue after this mean habit he should not rush headlong into pleasures for he will not be free from pains nor should we allow any one young or old male or female to be thus given any more than ourselves and least of all the newly born infant for in infancy more than at any other time the character is ingrained by habit nay more if i were not afraid of appearing to be ridiculous i would say that a woman great with child should of all women be most carefully tended during that year and kept from violent or excessive pleasures and pains let her preserve gentleness and benevolence and kindness at that time of her life cleinias you need not ask megalos stranger which of us has most truly spoken for i agree that all men ought to avoid the life of unmingled pain or pleasure and pursue always a middle course and having spoken well may i add that you have been well answered athenian stranger 
very good cleinias and now let us all three consider a further point cleinias what is that athenian stranger that all the matters which we are now describing are commonly called by the general name of unwritten customs and what are termed the laws of our ancestors are all of similar nature and the further observation is now added that we ought not to call these things laws nor yet to leave them unmentioned for they are the bonds of the whole state and come in the intervals of the written laws which are or are hereafter to be laid down they are just ancient hereditary customs which if they are rightly ordered and made habitual envelop and entirely preserve the previously existing written law but if they depart from right and fall into disorder then they are like the props of builders which give way in the centre and produce a common ruin in which one part drags another down and the fair superstructure falls because the old foundations are undermined reflecting upon this cleinias you ought to bind together the new state in every possible way omitting nothing whether great or small of what are called laws or manners or pursuits for by all such things a city is bound together and all these things are only lasting when they depend upon one another and therefore we must not wonder if we find that many apparently trifling customs or usages overflow their barriers and extend the domain of law cleinias very true and we are disposed to agree with you athenian stranger up to the age of three years whether of boy or girl if a person strictly carries out our previous regulations and makes them a principal aim he will do much for the advantage of the young creatures but at three four five and six years the childish nature will require sports now is the time to get rid of self-will in him punishing him not so as to disgrace him as we were saying about slaves that we ought neither to punish them in hot blood or so as to anger them nor yet to leave them unpunished lest they become self-willed a like rule is to be observed in the case of the free-born children at that age have certain natural modes of amusement which they find out for themselves when they meet and all the children who are between the ages of three and six ought to meet at the temples of the villages the several families of a village uniting on one spot and the nurses seeing to the children behaving properly and orderly while they themselves and their whole company are all under the superintendence of one of the twelve women whom the magistrates annually appoint as aforesaid to inspect and order each company let the twelve be appointed by the women who have authority over marriage one out of each tribe and all of the same age and when appointed let them hold office and go to the temples every day punishing all offenders male or female who are slaves or strangers by the help of some of the public servants 
but if any citizen disputes the punishment let her bring him before the wardens of the city or if there be no dispute let her punish him herself after the age of six years the time is arrived for the separation of the sexes let boys live with boys and girls in like manner with girls now they must begin to learn the boys going to teachers of horsemanship and the use of the bow the javelin and sling and if they do not object let women go too to learn if not to practise above all they ought to know the use of arms for these are matters which are almost entirely misunderstood at present cleinias in what respect athenian stranger in this respect that the right and left hand are supposed to differ by nature when we use them whereas no difference is found in the use of the feet and the lower limbs but in the use of the hands we are in a manner lame by reason of the folly of nurses and mothers for although our several limbs are by nature balanced we create a difference in them by bad habit in some cases this is of no consequence as for example when we hold the lyre in the left hand and the plectrum in the right but it is downright folly to adopt a similar practice in other cases the custom of the scythians shows this for they not only hold the bow from them with the left hand and draw the arrow to them with their right but use either hand for both purposes and there are many similar examples in charioteering and other things from which we may learn that those who make the left side weaker than the right act contrary to nature in the case of the plectrum which is of horn only and similar instruments this as i was saying is of no consequence but makes a great difference and may be of very great importance to the warrior who has to use iron weapons bows javelins and the like above all when in heavy armour he has to fight against heavy armour and there is a very great difference between one who has learnt and one who has not and between one who has been trained in gymnastic exercises and one who has not been for as he who is perfectly skilled in the pancratium or boxing or wrestling is not able to fight from his left side and does not limp and draggle in confusion when his opponent makes him change his position and compels him to exert himself on the other side this if i am not mistaken holds good in heavy armed fighting and in all other things and he who has these double powers of attack and defence ought not in any case to leave them either unused or untrained and if a person had the nature of Gerion or Briarus, he ought to be able with his hundred hands to throw a hundred darts now the rulers male and female should see to all these things the women superintending the nursing and amusements of the children and the men superintending their education that all of them boys and girls alike may be sound hand and foot and 
may not spoil the gifts of nature by bad habits in so far as this can be avoided education has two branches one of gymnastic which is concerned with the body and the other of music which is designed for the improvement of the soul and gymnastic has also two parts dancing and wrestling and one sort of dancing imitates musical recitation and aims at preserving dignity and freedom the other aims at producing health agility and beauty in the limbs and parts of the body giving the proper flexion and extension to each of them diffusing and accompanying the harmonious motion of the dance everywhere as regards wrestling the tricks which antaeus and Curcion devised in their systems out of a vain spirit of competition or the tricks of boxing which epius or amicus invented are useless for war and do not deserve to have much said about them but the true stand-up wrestling and art of liberating the neck and hands and sides working with energy and constancy with a composed strength and for the sake of health these are always useful and are not to be neglected but to be enjoined alike on masters and scholars when we reach that part of legislation and we will desire the one to give their instructions freely and the other to receive them thankfully nor again must we omit suitable imitations of war in our dances in crete there are the armed sports of the curites and in lacedaemon of the dioscori and our virgin lady delighting in the sports of the dance thought it not fit to dance with empty hands she must be clothed in a complete suit of armour and in this attire go through the dance and youths and maidens should in every respect imitate her example honouring the goddess both with a view to the actual necessities of war and to festive amusements it will be right also for the boys until such time as they go out to war to make processions and supplications to the gods in goodly array armed and on horseback faster or slower in their dances and marches offering up prayers to the gods and to the sons of gods and also engaging in contests and preludes of contests if at all with these objects for these sort of exercises and no others are useful both in peace and war and are beneficial both to states and to private houses but other labours and sports and excessive training of the body are unworthy of free men omegalos and cleinias i have described the kind of gymnastic which i said at first ought to be described that is now completed but if you know of any better you may communicate your thoughts cleinias it is not easy stranger to put these principles of gymnastic aside and to enunciate better ones athenian stranger next in order follow the gifts of the muses and of apollo before we fancied that we had said all and that gymnastic alone remained to be discussed 
but now we see clearly what has been omitted and should be first mentioned to all let us then proceed to them in order cleinias by all means athenian stranger hear me once more although you have heard me say the same before that there must be caution exercised both by the speaker and by the hearer about anything that is singular and unusual in this and in every other case for i have a tale to tell which might deter a man and yet i have a sort of confidence which makes me go on cleinias what are you going to say stranger athenian stranger i say that in states generally no one has observed that the plays of childhood have a great deal to do with the permanence or want of permanence in legislation for when plays are ordered with a view to children having the same plays and amusing themselves after the same manner and finding delight in the same playthings the more solemn institutions of the state are allowed to remain undisturbed whereas if sports are disturbed and innovations are made in them and they constantly change and the young never speak of their having the same likings or the same established notions of good and bad taste either in the bearing of their bodies or in their dress but he who devises something new and out of the way in figures and colours and the like is held in special honour we may truly say that this is the greatest injury which can happen in a state for he who changes the sports is secretly changing the manners of the young and making the old to be dishonoured among them and the new to be honoured and i affirm that there is nothing which is a greater injury to all states than saying or thinking thus will you hear me tell how great i deem this evil cleinias you mean the evil of blaming antiquity in states athenian stranger exactly cleinias if you are speaking of that you will find in us hearers who are disposed to receive what you say not unfavourably but most favourably athenian stranger i should expect that cleinias proceed athenian stranger well then giving yet greater heed to the words spoken let us address one another as follows any change but the change of the bad is the most dangerous of all things this is true in the case of the seasons and of the winds in the management of our bodies and the habits of our mind true of all things except as i said before of the bad any one who looks at the constitution of individuals who have been accustomed to all sorts of meats and drinks and all sorts of toils may see that they are at first disturbed by them but afterwards as time goes on their fleshly frame grows habituated to them and they learn to know and like and be familiar with this sort of diet and to live in the best way both as regards pleasure and health and if ever afterwards they are compelled 
to return to some superior sort of diet at first they are troubled with disorders and with difficulty become habituated to their new food a similar principle we may imagine to hold good about the minds of men and the nature of their souls for when they have been brought up in certain laws which by some divine providence have remained unchanged during long ages so that no one has any memory or tradition of their ever having been otherwise than they are then every one is afraid and ashamed to change that which is established the legislator must somehow find a way of implanting this reverence for antiquity and i would propose the following way people are apt to fancy as i was saying before that when the plays of children are altered they are merely plays not seeing that the most serious and detrimental consequences arise out of the change and they readily comply with the child's wishes instead of deterring him not considering that these children who make innovations in their games when they grow up to be men will be different from the last generation of children and being different will desire a different sort of life and under the influence of this desire will want other institutions and laws and no one ever apprehends that upon this will follow that which i just now called the greatest of evils to states changes in bodily fashions are no such serious evils but frequent changes in the praise and censure of characters are the greatest of evils and require the utmost prevision cleinias to be sure athenian stranger and now do we still hold to our former assertion that rhythms and music in general are imitations of good and evil characters in men what say you cleinias that is the only doctrine which i can admit athenian stranger must we not then try in every possible way to prevent our youth desiring imitations and novelties either in dance or song nor must any one be allowed to offer them varieties of pleasures cleinias most true athenian stranger can any better mode of effecting this object be imagined by any of us than that of the egyptians cleinias what is their method athenian stranger they consecrate every sort of dance or melody first ordaining festivals calculating for the year what they ought to be and at what time and in honour of what gods son of gods and heroes they ought to be celebrated and in the next place what hymns ought to be sung at the several sacrifices and with what dances the particular festival is to be honoured this is to be ordained at first by particular individuals and when ordained the whole assembly of the citizens shall offer sacrifices and libations to the fates and all the other gods and shall consecrate the several odes to gods and heroes and if any one offers any other hymns or dances to any one of the gods the priests and priestesses with the consent of the guardians of the law shall religiously and lawfully exclude him and he who is excluded if he do not submit 
shall be liable to have a suit of impiety brought against him all his life long by any one who likes cleinias very good athenian stranger in a consideration of this subject let us remember what is due to ourselves cleinias to what are you referring athenian stranger i mean that any young man and much more any old one when he sees or hears anything strange or unaccustomed does not at once run to embrace the paradox but he stands considering like a person who is at a place at which three ways meet and does not very well know his way he may be alone or he may be walking with others and he will say to himself and them which is the way and will not move forward until he is satisfied that he is going right now this is what we must do for a strange discussion on the subject of law has arisen which requires the utmost consideration and we should not at our age be too ready to speak about such great matters or be confident that we can say anything certain all in a moment cleinias most true athenian stranger then we will allow time and decide when we have given the subject sufficient consideration but that we may not be hindered from completing the natural arrangement of our laws let us proceed to the conclusion of them in due order for very possibly if god will the conclusion may throw light on our present perplexity cleinias excellent stranger let us do as you propose athenian stranger let us then make the singular assertion that strains of music are our laws this was the term which the ancients gave to lyric songs so that probably they would not very much have disapproved of our proposed application of the word nomi i suppose that some one of them either asleep or awake had a dreamy sort of intimation of their nature let our decree be as follows no one in singing or dancing shall offend against public and consecrated models and the general fashion among the youth any more than he would offend against any other law and he who observes this law shall be blameless but he who is disobedient as i was saying shall be punished by the guardians of the laws and by priests and priestesses suppose that we imagine this to be our law cleinias very good athenian stranger can any one who makes such laws escape ridicule let us see i think that our only safety will be in first framing certain models for them one of these models shall be as follows if when a sacrifice is going on and the victims are being burnt according to law if i say any one who may be a son or brother standing by another at the altar and sacred rites horribly blasphemes will he not inspire despondency and evil omens and forebodings in the mind of his father and of his other kinsmen cleinias certainly athenian stranger this has given rise to a custom which exists among us in almost all our cities when a magistrate offers a public sacrifice there come in not one but many choruses 
who stand by themselves a little way from the altar and from time to time pour forth all sorts of horrible blasphemies on the sacred rites exciting the souls of the hearers with words and rhythms and most sorrowful melodies and he who can at the instant the city is sacrificing make the citizens weep most carries away the palm of victory now ought we not to forbid such strains as these and if ever our citizens must hear such lamentations then on some polluted and inauspicious day there ought to be choruses of foreign and hired minstrels like those who accompany the departed at funerals for hire with barbarous carrion chants that is the sort of thing which will be appropriate if we have such strains at all and let the apparel of the singing mourners be not circlets and ornaments of gold but the very reverse that is all i have to say about them and now i would again put the question whether we would not have this as one of our types cleinias have what athenian stranger peace and the song of peace let us have them by all means i need hardly ask again but shall assume that you agree in that cleinias by all means that law is approved by the suffrage of all of us athenian stranger but what shall be our next musical law or type ought not prayers to be offered up to the gods when we sacrifice cleinias certainly athenian stranger and our third law if i am not mistaken will be to the effect that our poets understanding prayers to be requests which we make to the gods will take especial heed that they do not by mistake ask for evil instead of good to make such a prayer would surely be too ridiculous cleinias very true athenian stranger were we not a little while ago quite determined that no silver or golden plutus should dwell in our state cleinias to be sure athenian stranger and what did this illustration mean did we not imply that the poets are not always quite capable of knowing what is good or evil and thus if a poet utters a mistaken prayer in song or words he will make our citizens pray for the opposite of what is good in matters of the highest import than which as i was saying there can be few greater mistakes shall we then propose as one of our laws and models relating to the muses cleinias what will you explain the law more precisely athenian stranger shall we make a law that the poet shall compose nothing contrary to the ideas of the lawful or just or beautiful or good which are allowed in the state nor shall he be permitted to show his compositions to any private individuals until he shall have shown them to the appointed judges and the guardians of the law and they are satisfied with them as to the persons whom we appoint to be our legislators about music and directors of education they have been already indicated once more then as i have asked more than once shall this be our third law and type and model what do you say cleinias yes by all means athenian stranger next 
there should be some hymns and praises of the gods intermingled with prayers and after the gods prayers and praises should be offered in like manner to demons and heroes suitable to their respective characters cleinias certainly athenian stranger after this there will be no objection to the law that citizens who are departed and have done good and energetic deeds either with their souls or with their bodies and have been obedient to the laws should receive eulogies this will be very fitting cleinias quite true athenian stranger but to honour with hymns and panegyrics those who are still alive is not safe a man having run out his whole life should make a fair ending and then we will praise him and let all that we have to say apply equally to men and women who have been distinguished in virtue this shall be the order of songs and dances there are many ancient musical compositions and dances which are excellent and from these the government may freely select what is proper and suitable and they shall choose judges of not less than fifty years of age who shall make the selection and any of the old poems which they deem sufficient they shall include any that is deficient or altogether unsuitable they shall either utterly throw aside or examine and amend taking into their counsel poets and musicians and making use of their poetical genius but explaining to them the wishes of the legislator in order that they may regulate dancing music and all choral strains according to his mind and not allowing them to indulge except in some minor matters their individual pleasures and fancies now the irregular strain of music is always made ten thousand times better by attaining to law and order and when there is no infusion of the honeyed muse not however that we mean wholly to exclude pleasure for that is common to all music and if a man be brought up from childhood to the age of discretion and maturity in the use of the orderly and severe music when he hears the opposite he detests it and calls it illiberal but if trained in the sweet and vulgar music he deems the opposite sort cold and displeasing so that as i was saying before while he who hears them gains no more pleasure from the one than from the other the one has the advantage of making those who are trained in it better men whereas the other makes them worse cleinias very true athenian stranger again we must distinguish and determine on some general principle what songs are suitable to women and what to men and must assign to them their proper melodies and rhythms it is shocking for a whole harmony to be inharmonical or for a rhythm to be unrhythmical and this will happen when the melody is inappropriate to them and therefore the legislator must assign to them also their forms now there are certain melodies and rhythms which we are of necessity compelled to ascribe to our sex rather than to the other and those of women may be also clearly enough indicated by their natural difference the grand and that which tends to courage 
may be fairly called manly but that which inclines to moderation and temperance may be declared both in law and in ordinary speech to be the more womanly quality this then will be the general order of them let us now speak of the manner of teaching and imparting them and the persons to whom and the time when they are severally to be imparted as the shipwright first lays down the lines of the keel and draws the design in outline so do i seek to distinguish the patterns of life and lay down their keels according to the nature of different men's souls seeking truly to consider by what means and in what ways we may go through the voyage of life best now human affairs are hardly worth considering in earnest and yet we must be in earnest this is not agreeable but a necessity and having got thus far there will be a fitness in our completing the matter if we can only find some suitable means of doing so but what am i saying and yet i dare say that there may be truth in these very words cleinias certainly athenian stranger i say that about serious matters a man should be serious and about a matter which is not serious he should not be serious and that god is the natural and worthy object of a man's most serious and blessed endeavours and that man as i said before is made to be the plaything of god and that this truly considered is the best of him wherefore every man and woman should follow in this way and pass life in the noblest of pastimes and be of another mind from what they now are cleinias in what respect athenian stranger now they think that their serious pursuits should be for the sake of their sports for they deem war a serious pursuit which must be managed well for the sake of peace but the truth is that there neither is nor has been nor ever will be either amusement or instruction in any degree worth speaking of in war which is nevertheless deemed by us to be the most serious of our pursuits and therefore as we say every man of us should live the life of peace as long and as well as he can and what is the right way of living are we to live in sports always if so in what kind of sports we ought to live sacrificing and singing and dancing and then a man will be able to propitiate the gods and to defend himself against his enemies and conquer them in battle the type of song or dance has been described and the paths along which he is to proceed have been cut for him he will find his own thought expressed in the words of the poet quote, telemachus some things thou wilt find in thy heart but other things god will suggest for i deem that thou wast not born or brought up without the will of the gods Close quote. and this ought to be the view of our alumni they ought to think that what has been said is enough for them and that any other things some god or a demigod will suggest to them he will tell them to whom and when 
and to what god severally they are to sacrifice and perform dances and how they may propitiate the deities and live according to the appointment of nature being for the most part puppets but having some little share of reality megalos you have a low opinion of mankind stranger athenian stranger do not wonder at that megalos but pardon me when i tell you that i was comparing them with the gods under that feeling i spoke and let us grant if you wish that the human race is not to be despised but is worthy of some consideration next follow the buildings for gymnasia and schools open to all these are to be in three places in the midst of the city and outside the city and in the surrounding country there shall be schools for horse exercise and open spaces also in three places arranged with a view to archery and the throwing of missiles at which young men may learn and practice of these mention has already been made and if the mention be not sufficiently explicit let us speak further of them and embody them in laws in these several schools let there be dwellings for teachers who shall be brought from foreign parts by pay and let them teach the frequenters of the school the art of war and the art of music and they shall come not only if their parents please but if they do not please and if their education is neglected there shall be compulsory education of all and sundry as the saying is as far as this is possible and the pupils shall be regarded as belonging to the state rather than to their parents my law would apply to females as well as males they shall both go through the same exercises i have no sort of fear of saying that gymnastic and horsemanship are as suitable to women as to men of the truth of this i am persuaded from ancient tradition and at the present day i may say that there are myriads of women in the neighbourhood of the black sea whom they call sarmatians who not only ride on horseback like men but have enjoined upon them the use of bows and other weapons equally with the men and i further affirm that if these things are possible nothing can be more absurd than the practice which prevails in our own country of men and women not following the same pursuits with all their strength and with one mind for thus the state instead of being a whole and as much again is reduced to a half and yet has the same imposts to pay and the same toils to undergo and this is a wonderful mistake for any legislator to make cleinias very true and much of what has been asserted by us stranger is contrary to the custom of states still in saying that the discourse should be allowed to proceed and that when the discussion is completed we should choose what seems best you have spoken very properly and have made me feel compunction for what i said tell me then what you would next wish to say athenian stranger i should wish to say cleinias as i said before that if the possibility of these things were not sufficiently proven in fact then there might be an objection to the argument but as the matter stands he who rejects the law must find some other ground of objection and failing this 
our exhortation will still hold good nor will any one deny that women ought to share as far as possible in education and in other ways with men for consider if women do not share in their whole life with men then they must have some other order of life cleinias certainly athenian stranger and what arrangement of life to be found anywhere is preferable to this community which we are now assigning to them shall we prefer that which is adopted by the thracians and many other races who use their women to till the ground and to be shepherds of their herds and flocks and to minister to them like slaves or shall we do as we and people in this part of the world do getting together as the phrase is all our goods and chattels into one dwelling these we entrust to our women who are the stewards of them and who also preside over the shuttles and the whole art of spinning or shall we take a middle course as in lacedaemon megalos letting the girls share in gymnastic and music while the grown-up women no longer employed in spinning wool are actively engaged in weaving the web of life which will be no cheap or mean employment and in the duty of serving and taking care of the household and bringing up children in these they will observe a sort of mean not participating in the toils of war and if there were any necessity that they should fight for their city and families unlike the amazons they would be unable to take part in archery or any other skilled use of missiles nor could they after the example of the goddess carry shield or spear or stand up nobly for their country when it was being destroyed and strike terror into their enemies if only because they were seen in regular order living as they do they would never dare at all to imitate the sarmatians whose women when compared with ordinary women would appear to be like men let him who will praise your legislators but i must say what i think the legislator ought to be whole and perfect and not half a man only he ought not to let the female sex live softly and waste money and have no order of life while he takes the utmost care of the male sex and leaves half of life only blessed with happiness when he might have made the whole state happy megalos what shall we do cleinias shall we allow a stranger to run down sparta in this fashion cleinias yes for as we have given him liberty of speech we must let him go on until we have made our laws altogether perfect and complete megalos very true athenian stranger then my business will be to unfold what follows cleinias certainly end of part one of book seven recording in memory of mitchell edwards